0: Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. Uh, This is the last installment of November with uh, Kurt Russell and The Thing. We are also going to be reviewing and talking about the original 1951 Thing and um, a little bit about the prequel from 2011. So, which one did you watch first?
1: Uh, I watched the first one first, of, uh Howard
0: Hawks from Howard uh, Hawks. the fifties. Interesting movie. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I had some issues with with it because it was seemed I should have watched it first. Um, wow. And the reason I say that is John Carpenter's uh, thing is so freaking intense mm-hmm. um, that this is a whole different. This is slower. This is more dialogue. I get they didn't have the effects budget. Um, This had a lot of dialogue, man. There was a lot of talking. At points, I wondered if this movie knew what it was wanting to be.
1: Which one? Howard Hawks or or, uh, John Carpenter's? Howard Hawks. Howard Hawks, okay.
0: Yeah. um, Because you had the, the... the pilot captain and mm-hmm. well, he's all excited to get up to Anchorage to go meet his girl. <laughs> like, yeah. he going to see a girl again, boy. Yeah, but they, they spent a lot of time, um, uh, bullshitting back and forth about all of that. And it seemed like there was such a buildup that just, damn. it, I wanted more. I wanted more from the, what they call it a super car- carrot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The guy calls it a super carrot. He's like, well, that super carrots killing everybody. <laughs> Well, it was an interesting take on the alien species, too. Yes. Um, I always... I started watching this movie a few months ago, and I never finished it. It was late. I just I turned it off and went to bed. But I remember getting the feeling that this thing was some type of prisoner. It wasn't hmm. necessarily an alien invasion. That's the impression that I got until... The general or, or the doctor or whoever is talking about this thing says, oh, this could be an alien invasion. They could be doing this. They could be doing that. I never thought of it as an invasion. I always thought that it was a prisoner transfer ship because of the way that they described the asteroid coming in and then stopping and going in circles and up and down. Like there was a kerfuffle aboard that ship. And that's a great big, use
0: of that word. <laughs>
1: thank you. I've been, been saving it. It's a, <laughs> it a Um But why else would that ship move like yeah,
2: that? Yeah, and, that's and true. Unless
1: this thing had escaped and killed everybody on board. You know, And you never find out whether they killed everybody on board because the guys go down to the ship, but they never show them going into the ship. Right. You know, And I found that kind of odd. And they did the same thing in the Kurt Russell movie. Yes. They go down to the ship, but they don't go into the ship.
0: I know. I would have thought for sure they would have went in. And it was and, it was much bigger in the Kurt Russell film.
1: Yeah, it was pretty big. Yeah. yeah I was surprised how big they made it in the original because yeah. all those guys are standing out and they're like looking around going "This things. It was as big it had to be at least as big as a bomber.
0: Like, yeah, and what was, was neat about was. that, you you talk about when they stood out in a circle. Yeah. Um, if, if we go to John Carpenter's thing, they actually when they're going through the old photos and video, you see the Norwegian crew standing in a circle yeah. Um, yeah. and using thermite, just like oh now that was the great thermals. in the yeah. in the 1951. They blew the UFO up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break up the ice. Boom and the one
1: reporter's laughing at him. Oh I know. The, the reporter's like, yeah, that's just like the government. Just blow it up.
0: Yeah, there's there's one thing from all three movies, not a damn person is dressed for the Arctic.
1: No. No, no. Kurt Russell at one point comes out of the remake, uh, John Carpenter's version, and he's basically in like a long sleeve underwear shirt with a t shirt and boots on. And I'm like, you know, even though you're not standing out there for long, you're gonna get frostbite. You're gonna die. Yeah, Yeah, that could kill you. And yeah. he's drinking.
0: <laughs> he's drinking J&B. It's Kurt Russell. <laughs> Good for him. But um, it was the, it was the same way um, in in all three. Uh, in the 1951 uh, one, where they show up. I mean, even the reporter just got regular slacks on. Hey, yeah, I'm at the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The uh, the funny thing is in the Kurt Russell one, when you're watching the film footage in the in the explosion, I think that's the same explosion from the Howard Hawks film. It might be. I think he brought that in, and I thought, well, if that is, that was a great tip of the hat to the original. Plus, them all standing in the circle.
0: Plus, was a great
1: tip of the hat. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yes, and the opening title card.
1: Yeah, of the
0: thing, it comes up the the same same way.
1: Everything, right? And they do it in all three movies. It's the same font in Howard Hawks. It comes from the top down. Ah, yeah in carpenters it goes from the bottom up and i thought well that's a nice little
0: i didn't even catch it.
1: but it was pretty cool i was like oh they kept everything the same because yeah. i made mention of that the other night we were watching it and i was like that's the same font for the for the 82 version yeah 82 83
0: somewhere in there did, i think
1: when they did our carpenters yeah yeah the only thing i think that uh that uh kurt russell was missing was the eye patch
0: I know there were times I was like, that's snake. Snake ain't gonna play.
1: <laughs> snake would have killed all those guys just to save his ass and then blown yeah. everything up and got out of there.
0: <laughs> He'd have been walking off across the Arctic wasteland lighting a cigarette with yeah. a jacket over his shoulder.
1: Exactly. In, In his tank top shirt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riding a fucking polar bear. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see.
1: That's the Snake Plissken Fights the Alien invasion. Yeah.
0: that's
1: that's We, we didn't that get that. We, we didn't get, get it, that. Get um, <laughs> snake Plissken versus the aliens.
0: Yeah. And Howard Hawks movie, um, it was neat how they dealt with uh, the alien was actually killing people to get their blood to yeah. feed seeds to grow more. Um, right. It was a neat concept. Um, it, it really was. was. A-
1: yeah and you what's funny is you could see a couple of those scientists like if that really happened you could see some asshole scientists going yeah we're gonna grow some of these and see what happens one of yep. these is enough to take over the planet yeah why are you growing more
0: and <laughs> this that those
1: motherfuckers if I was them
0: <laughs> that shit happens in all three movies there's yep. a damn doctor who does that same kind of shit and it's like yep. I get it because they're gonna be that way but holy yep. crap do y'all not read sci-fi do you not see yeah.
1: movies? Right. Um, I did like the one guy who cited in the Howard Hawks film, the one scientist, the taller guy, he's mm-hmm. kind of burly. I think he was married to the uh one of the other doctors. And she um at one point the captain is having an argument with the doctor who wants to save the aliens, and he's like, Yeah, well, a couple of your friends are strung up upside down, and this <laughs> thing drank its blood. Yeah. And I'm like, Wow, that's pretty graphic description yeah. for the time. A. And then, B, that other doctor steps in and goes, yeah, well, you didn't consult all of us, doctor. I forgot what the guy's name. I want to call them fives, but I know that's not right, doctor. And he says, and we don't all agree with you saving these things. We need to kill it. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, no, you can't kill it. It's all, uh, it's a plant. And, you know, what? yeah, well, it's a killer plant. It wants to yeah. eat us.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, and that was... And that's one thing that I had to remember watching this movie that they did have to describe some things, uh, um, right. versus actually showing. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why there was a lot more dialogue overall. I enjoyed the movie. Um, yeah, it had more humor than I was really, expecting.
1: I'm sorry. I, stepped no, over what was you. It? I I just stepped over you. What were you saying?
0: I said, I was surprised at the amount of humor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to go back to near the beginning with the general, When the captain goes over and he knocks on the door, come in, close the door. Come in, close the door.
1: Every time somebody opened the door, close the door. What do you want me to do? Like freaking vibrate through the, you know?
0: And there was was more (laughs) references to close the door throughout the whole movie. So I think it was an inside (laughs) joke.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I liked um, the woman that the captain was having. Oh yeah, they
0: had great chemistry.
1: Oh, the, the delivery on those lines that was some of the most natural dialogue oh, I've ever heard in a sci-fi movie of that time period
0: oh she was good I and mean actually
1: was... deli- not just hers but everybody's like they, yeah. they'd start talking and how I spoke over you yeah they would speak over each other a little bit they, there was like overlapping dialogue and I thought it felt very natural like the, it did. when the when his pilot and co pilot and and uh aviator are all making fun of him Oh the yeah, they were
0: ragging him I hard. I mean,
1: they were ragging this guy and you were like, yeah, I could see, you know, I've, knew, I've known guys in the military that, that, you know, would get ragged on for stuff like that. And it was all very natural. Like, yes. like they were really busting this guy's chops hard over, over knowing this woman. And, and, you know, would just admit that you like her, dude, you know, yeah. go get married, get her, get him out of her hair. But her, her being her. I was really shocked, especially for the time that she wasn't a damsel in distress.
0: Good point. She was
1: very strong. She was very, she knew who she was. She knew that she liked this guy and she was going to play him. I mean, the, the actual talking about sex was definitely in this movie. Oh yeah. They used innuendo here and there, but basically you knew they were having sex and taking pictures. I mean, because she let that one picture of him out and he's like, you know, that, that got around to everybody, you know, yeah. she was probably at the Pentagon. Now, yeah. so, I think at one time he asked her, did you take other pictures or, or did, do you still have all the other photographs or something like that? She's go, like, oh, yeah, I do. And he's yeah. like, I'd like to see him sometime and leaves yeah. like he's busy. But I'm like, wow, that was and she was a strong woman, too, because at one point you'd think she was going to try and cover for the, the the doctor that was oh no she,
0: she turned it right like, over no,
1: he's crazy here you go oops you know hit me on the chin and you know take my take my notes but this is what he's doing i think you ought to know right and that was really telling like you just i think the trope would have been for her to have tried to back the doctor and then you know it just it, they didn't play it how they normally would have played it back in the 50s I think. that is true so that that was, was surprising
0: card. um to good see
1: character choice not, her yeah.
0: not a bad movie.
1: Um, oh, no, not at all. I, I highly recommend that one for sure.
0: Yeah i I don't know if I go as far as say it's a must watch, but if you're at least the Sacrilege. least bit curious, what?
1: Sacrilege! Now, Jesus <laughs> is the thing. Come on.
0: <laughs> uh, He's a
1: big guy in that costume.
0: Yeah, he looked a little bit like Frankenstein, which was a little weird.
1: Yeah, but he. But you. You know what? When I first saw him, I looked at his feet. I was like, he's gotta be on stilts or something. Oh, Ooh, yeah. he was really that big. Really? Yeah, dude. He did because I was looking at the shoes. I was like, he's gotta have like some kind of platform, like they did for uh Boris Karloff. Right. There's no platform on those shoes. That was that was James Arnest. Oh. That was his height and his width. <laughs> that guy
2: was big. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that one of the things about this movie, um it definitely uh, a lot of the scenes were on a stage even mm-hmm. the outside scenes. Yeah. Um, all yeah. the only reason I know that the clouds never moved and I could see stitching on one of the back panels where right. a seam, Right. and it's like, okay, but it was well done, yeah, well shot. Yeah. It had a scope of, hey, they're really out there.
1: How uh, about whenever they, the thing shuts down the power and their heaters are all going off? Yeah. They had to have shot that, I'm guessing, in an ice rink or something? someplace yeah, where they could make a big room cool and cold yeah, real I quick. wonder yeah because the lady comes in and she's like uh do you guys not see something and they're yeah. like what are you talking about she's Our like <laughs> oh. she's a, and you can see her breath she's like see you can see what's going on yeah. they're all oh shit yeah so that was she was pretty smart she figured out a lot of crap that nobody else figured out
0: um, yeah it was it was entertaining um I I just regret that it was at a time where we wouldn't get to see more. Um, right, right. I I get that. I don't I don't have to have something super gory, but I would have liked to have seen a little the bit guys more guys
1: hanging upside down.
0: Yeah, at least that.
1: I was <laughs> anyway. surprised they described that. Yeah, I yeah, was really yeah. described Even that he they even said that it happened to these guys. Yeah, because you're like, ooh, that's pretty gruesome.
0: It was. It um, was. Um.
1: So, I wait real quick. I liked that the captain, I can't I can't remember his name. I can't either. The character or the actor. But the, he was a huge character actor. He was all the way through the 80s, probably well into the 90s. He was a character actor. But the captain didn't have all the answers. Like usually right. back then in the hero knew all the answers. He told everybody what to do. And I was like, my God, you're a genius captain. This captain looked at his guys and went, how are we going to kill this thing? I need ideas. We got axes. We got that. There's got to be another way to fry this thing. And the lady comes up with boiling. And they're like, what? She goes, yeah, you got to cook it. It's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. I love that. Yeah, you, you can it. fry it. You, know, you, you can boil cook. it or you can fry it. And he looks over at his, his, I guess, his radio guy. And his radio guy is like, we can run an electric wire and we can do this. And the, and the captain's completely lost in what they're doing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Go do, do it. Yeah, just do
0: it. That's <laughs> that's a, so that's, like a gr- that's a great observation because usually, and we we see it in the Kurt Russell movie and right. also in the prequel, there is a hero who just happens to know everything. But here, right. it was the captain didn't have a have a fricking clue. Um, yeah. Everybody well, else came to together be a captain. to do it. Yeah,
1: you know, he knew. Okay, my guys know what they're doing. Go do it. You know, I'll take blame at this. He's getting orders not to kill the thing in the 1951 version in Howard Hawks' right. film. He's getting word from the general. Well, you got to take it alive. You got to take it. You got to do. And he's the one doctor's like, "Ha ha, you can't do anything." He goes, "Yeah, I'll take the court martial. You can laugh at me then." Yep. <laughs> you know, this thing's dying tonight.
0: Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they did not
1: screw around in that movie. <laughs> They didn't no. wait for it to kill everybody.
0: <laughs> no, and that's that's one of the things that differs from the other two is um, they actually finished this sucker off.
1: Oh, yeah. They killed that mother. Boy, quick. <laughs> quick and easy.
0: <laughs> they well, fried not easy, that but it
1: was Yeah. <laughs> and I like the effect, the, the lightning yeah. effect in the hallway. It's one of, like one of the most iconic images I've ever seen as a kid growing up. And I had never seen the movie all the way through. Right. But then as an image, when I seen it, I knew what the movie was you know i knew how the thing got killed i just, where i i didn't realize he got killed in that scene i just knew that, that 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 thing happened um but yeah that's a i say watch that movie if you like monster movies um the monster effect is okay but like you said i think there should have been more yeah given the time hidden, And the time yeah, yeah they weren't going to show gore they weren't going to show anybody's
0: no throat
1: no, getting ripped no they off. weren't that, that hand, was coming the hand was pretty gruesome
0: the hand was really cool uh when they had it um uh, just on the table and it's flopping yeah. around and everything it, and it was starts
1: moving and the guys are like uh this is
0: vegetable matter yeah then one yeah. guy's like what
1: vegetable matter and he just explains to him yeah, they, this thing probably just uh what, what do they call it um Sprouted they are not my friend today. <laughs> They're never my friend. Why did you ever have brain farts? I'm constantly. I do.
0: I do farts. all the time, all the time, when they matter most. Right. <laughs> no, it's a it's a good. If you want to look at the history of the thing, and mm-hmm. all you'd ever seen was the eighty two or eighty the John Carpenter one with Kurt yeah, Russell, yeah. I do recommend watching this just to get a feel. Um, so before we move on any final thoughts on 1951
1: know, i just felt like they that i needed to point out that i know when anybody watches these we ruin every movie for them yeah but i don't want to ruin howard hawk's movie because like i said it'd been many years since i had seen it um i think everybody's pretty much seen carpenter's version right if they you've missed a good movie but Howard Hawks, I think it is a must see. I'm not going to say how it all ends. Yeah, uh, we basically tell you how it ends, but it's not it's not the same John Carpenter ending.
0: No, it's it is it is it's different.
1: A good, good ending, and yeah, I wish it, John Carpenter would have kept more of this ending. Now I understand why he didn't, but it would have been nice to see him keep. Well, it.
0: when I was uh, doing a little bit of research about these movies, uh, John Carpenter actually kept closer to the book.
1: Oh really? I didn't yeah. know it was a book.
0: It was a book. Um I forget who wrote it, Campbell it I think. Um so allegedly John Carpenter kept closer to the book and this one was a bigger departure. Oh okay. All right. Um it was entertaining. Um so, so I that- do I do recommend watching it just to get a uh I actually enjoyed sitting down and watching three thing movies. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's I'm I'm movied out for the weekend. Yeah. I think they are. <laughs> yeah. But uh, with, uh, with Carpenters, uh, and I, I want to talk real quick about the prequel just a bit. I was doing some reading on it, and when they, uh, the producers wanted to do this movie, mm-hmm. they insisted that they did not do a remake of John Carpenter's film. They right. Their direct quote was, it'd be like putting the mustache on a Mona Lisa. Um, Good for them. Yeah. So they, they do not yes this is here's a case where remakes um we usually shit all over remakes mm-hmm. this is a good remake because it's very different uh um, right right uh, carpenter's film um the 2011 film takes place directly before carpenter's film okay and carpenter's okay, so film so no, shows like we're
1: talking, it's the norwegians
0: it is the Norwegians, okay. um, and everything that they show in John Carpenter's film, mm-hmm. like the the thing with the two faces, yeah. you see it come to life and come to be in the 2011 film. You see, they that? they re, they show that exact same person <laughs> frozen. Um, they nice. obviously rebuilt the set to look identical to when oh, John. Uh,
1: I was yeah. wondering after after we had texted, I was wondering if that was the deal. Because that's did. pretty great if they did that.
0: It is so much <clears throat> so much part of the universe, and it doesn't step on... I don't feel it steps on anything. It's got its problems. Right. Right. Um, right. It relied way too much on CGI and not practical effects. However, I thought it was a pretty strong entry into it, and that's I recommend it.
1: That's cool. Now, now I'm going to have to... Now, I'm going to have to watch that. Now, thing.
0: you're going to have to watch another thing. Just because <laughs> you, you get the backstory. Uh, wait <laughs> they
1: actually. Yeah.
0: They actually go into the ship on this one.
1: Oh, do they? Yes. Somebody finally goes into the they ship. They go into the ship. Loud. Okay. Good. Yeah.
0: Near the end, but they go into the ship. Oh, okay.
1: All <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: yeah. So it, um, it ends the, with the helicopter chasing the dog, which runs into the Americans' camp. Right, it starts right. off John Carpenter's film, which yeah. was a perfect way to just tie the two together
2: right, and
0: right. roll off into what I, I consider this this film to be one of the greatest spectacles of practical effects still today. Did
1: John Carpenter thing? Yes. Yeah, it was very well done, dude. Very well done.
0: Holy crap. The When I was little, I got uh, Fangoria Magazine, and they had a big write-up on this movie. And they 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 showed the scene where the guy's head you know pulls off and the little spider legs come off and and everybody's like looking like what the hell you know yeah that's um, the effects are amazing in this and it's it holds up man it really freaking holds up
1: like when the guy's head's like the big spider thing it's walking away and the one guy turns around he does one of these. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and everybody just turns slowly and looks like, what the hell? <laughs> this thing's still that dead.
0: <laughs> no, no. Now,
1: this, this kid just comes out with the
0: flamethrower. I mean, uh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for Snake at any time.
2: <laughs> I want my beer. I'll yeah. Be right
0: <laughs> this this is a good movie. It um, is. <laughs> I very- I enjoy it. It's intense. Again, here we are. Nobody's dressed for the cold. You're you're at the South Pole. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah.
1: It's like, and they're like, well, it's going to be forty five degrees below zero. It's like, oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> There's some guy in Wisconsin going, yeah, and. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I was going to say, is like it's not like you're in Wisconsin. You're you're <laughs> at the Arctic. You're going to need to bu- bundle up a hell of a lot more. Yeah a lot more than we do here man in the winter that's for damn sure exactly but,
1: um I, I honestly think had i been that doctor and uh, i want to call him Ridcully, but that's not right uh Kurt don't, russell's don't, character my mind went blank oh R. Kurt russell's R. character rl ridley he
0: was mac mccready
1: mccready mccready i, I know, think McCready. I, don't I think know it is.
0: is yeah <laughs> They just call him Mac. He played Ripley's character in this one. Uh- <laughs> Interesting side note: um, in the prequel, the uh, they wanted to make the main character in the prequel is a female paleontologist, uh-huh. and they did not want to copy Kurt Russell, so right. they treated her as Ripley. Oh no! And kidding. She's very much a Ripley character. Oh, nice. She knows everything, and she's a badass with a flamethrower, and it's like. Oh, there's Ellen Ripley. <laughs> there
1: you go. That's perfect. Yeah. That's good. I'll have to check that one out. Um but but if I was McCready and the doctor when I got back from the Norwegian camp, I'd have found that dog and fried it. Yeah. I would have been like, Where's the dog? Oh good little Okay, everybody, blood test everybody in the room right yeah. now I got a flame throw on you, and I'm not afraid to use it so the, blood- your ass <laughs> the blood what test over here
0: the blood test is-, is you guys yeah <laughs> the blood test is one of my favorite parts of the movie
1: oh yeah I remembered it vaguely and I, I remembered everybody freaking out at one point but I couldn't remember why yeah you know <laughs> what I mean like, I was like oh shit
0: when he hits that contaminated blood and it just forms and jumps
1: <laughs> it's like wow. That's crazy. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who was it Windows? The one guy's name was Windows, I think. The
0: radio operator? Yes.
1: Yeah, and he's like they keep doing the camera on him and you're like, "Oh, this is going to be good." What this is going to be great. And he's like,
2: "Oh, thank goodness."
1: Like, he's almost relieved that it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, we're going to probably ruin this movie for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. We
0: ruin every movie, and that's part of our thing. Uh, that's why we look at old ones.
1: That's right.
0: If you don't want to be spoiled, just go watch the movie before you listen to us. Yes, um,
1: yes, by all means, watch the movies before you come over here. Yeah, because
0: we are going to spoil it. the shit out of them. Uh, <laughs> guess what? Nobody makes it out of this one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, too kind of. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they made it.
1: Nah. We don't know. Somebody, somebody died.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. One we of don't... those guys
1: died that night. <laughs> I just
0: yeah, died. I don't, I, I don't think any of them made it. Um, and I doubt Kurt Russell cut open a Keith David and like a tauntaun.
1: And... Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought he smelled bad on the outside.
0: <laughs> there it is. There's our Star Wars reference. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Well, the the actual star wars reference was when they made the prequel and it went right into the second one because they did there that you go row one. <laughs> one ends where star wars begins
0: yes yes <sighs> um yeah this this movie's
1: <laughs> star wars all the time star wars all the time. Um.
0: <laughs> this is an intense flick um it's it's graphic Uh, the effects to me just blow my mind every time because I know that they had to spend hundreds and hundreds of hours creating these, Mm. these animatronics, all of this stuff to work the way it did. And it looked great.
1: Um, man, if they screwed up a shot with the fire. Oh yeah. Reset the entire thing and do it all over. I wonder how many times Ridley Scott or not Ridley Scott, um, carpenter just looked at everybody and was like, uh, you got one shot. I am Probably not spending a 15 hours resetting this damn thing to reshoot tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Back then they were shooting on film and yeah. it was very costly.
1: Yeah. So I'm sure he had a bunch of camera angles, a bunch of different camels, Cam-
0: camels, camels. Yes, doing- there are camels in the South pole. <laughs> okay. They're Two- polar camels.
1: They were polar camels. Uh, that was a dead giveaway that there were aliens, but nobody fell for it.
0: I don't understand. Right. How they had know. ice in their homes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps them cool.
2: <laughs> Keeps the
1: water the water that they have nice and cold. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I i honestly think when I came back, I would have killed that damn dog. I'd have been like, hey, where's that dog at? Because really by then they figured out that something came from that camp. They figured yes. out that the guys wanted to kill the dog, or at least that guy was chasing the dog into their camp. Yes. So me personally, I think I could have put two and two together and went, We're going to kill that dog as soon as we get back there. And then everybody's going to have a blood test, Doc, of some sort. There's got to be something we can do to figure out whether anybody got infected.
0: What surprised me in this one um, was, uh, I think it was Wilford Brimley's character. Yeah. Who obviously was an alien, uh, had Mm -hmm. been infected, was building a freaking spaceship underneath the shack that they had him. He's like, how did he do that so quick? I forgot about that. I forgot that he was
1: building a spaceship.
2: Yeah. Like, holy,
1: well, at least a vehicle to get him off, off the South Pole. True. If, if not to go into space, but to at least get off the South Pole. So yeah, he, he was
0: out Pole of helicopter parts. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been easier just to fly the helicopter out?
1: <laughs> yeah, you could have stolen the helicopter before anybody even realized it. Destroyed, yeah. the, destroyed the, the the radio, turned off their power, and been in the helicopter and gone Yeah. before anybody realized what the hell happened. Alien was not the smartest alien. No. Book smart, yeah. Common sense, not so much.
0: <laughs> and what's what's interesting is this particular movie versus the 1951, we see where the spaceship, they, they track it in 1951 right. where it crashes. Here they allude to the fact that it's been there for 100,000 years. Yeah, yeah. Which is really freaky.
1: Yeah, because then... Well you have to figure too. If, if let's say this thing was the thing aboard the spaceship and it was a lone pilot and it was la 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 flying around and it just crashed whatever whatever way. After a hundred thousand years, don't you think its species would have evolved into something maybe a little less violent, a little less wanting to kill everybody?
0: They may have. <laughs> Everything but... in their path. <laughs> He he obviously did. The alien obviously didn't wear a seatbelt because he was thrown from the that's the one that gets me in both movies thrown from the UFO. See, that's why I think
1: it was a prison ship. It could have been. I think he was getting I would think he was trying to escape and it was just too cold or 100,000 years ago at the South Pole.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know if he would have been cold.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Let's let's find a rock scientist to find out for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a so, joke there about the and you'll figure it out whenever you watch The Lost Skeleton of Cadaver.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do that soon.
1: <laughs> it's uh but the yeah, Carpenter's version of the thing it starts out in a completely different way. It goes in Almost a completely different direction, but it still had the same feel, the same um, claustrophobic almost. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're on this compound, but everything is very tight, very, very secluded. Um, Kurt Russell's character had his little shack out by the helicopter, which I don't know why his character was off from everybody else.
0: Because he's Snake (laughs) Plitzkin.
1: Yeah, and he had his drinking problem. That's the guy you want piloting you. Yeah. In the storm in the middle of the Arctic. <laughs> Here, have another swig of whiskey, jackass. <laughs> Just go breathe on it. There you go. <laughs> It'll knock out Exactly. Off. He had his, uh, his big uh, hat. Yeah. His big sombrero hat, which only Snake Fliskin could win, wear and get away right,
0: with. Right, right. We
1: have that <laughs> going for him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the dogs. I felt so bad for those dogs. Yeah,
0: yeah, I did too. Because you knew when they let when they went took that dog back there with the others, and all the other dogs looked as like, oh shit.
1: Then why did it take that guy so long to get back there? The minute those dogs started barking like that, I mean, you know, you just put a new dog in there. You, maybe you should go check and make sure they're not fighting at least, real quick. Right. Five minutes later, la 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 la. la. I'm gonna check on the dogs that I love so much. La 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 la. la. After everything's quiet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> took you long enough dumbass
0: <laughs> that was an intense scene uh, yeah. when that dog's face just rolled back,
1: yeah that's like the worst for me in that whole movie. that's the worst scene for me because it's dogs,
0: yeah, I get it, I get it, and that's one of the problems I had with um the nineteen fifty one when he went out to the dogs and was just flinging, Oh, yeah, he's oh, yeah, I was like,
1: Oh like no. Yeah, poor dog. He killed like three dogs.
0: I know. Don't kill the dogs.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That's why they killed him. Yeah. He could have hung like five more humans and they wouldn't have freaking fried him. He killed a couple of dogs and that everyone was it. in that place was a dog lover. Yeah. That's what got him killed.
0: Yeah, the one of one of the things about John Carpenter is that yes, it was claustrophobic, but what, to me, made it more um, stressful or more intense is you didn't know who the yeah. alien was. Yeah. Um, and 1951s didn't really approach that aspect of of the... Uh, they didn't go that way with the alien. No.
1: They, they, they went with this thing was growing.
0: Yes, like, and multiplying pod, rapidly.
1: pods of its own. Yes. People, for lack of a better term. Um, I, I liked how they got in the nineteen fifty one version it wasn't standing where they needed it to stand.
0: Yes, so it threw the it. The guy just God. takes
1: this thing and he whips it down like he's bowling to like at its feet, so it jumps up out of the way and onto the pad where they need it to walk. Yeah. And they're like and the guy the captain just looks at him like it's just a genius. He doesn't say it but he gave him the look like, "Think hey, you're a genius. I'm gonna give you accommodation
0: <laughs> <laughs> That I think that's what I enjoyed the fifty one movie. Um, totally. but it wasn't, it wasn't scary. It wasn't, yeah. um, it wasn't as intense as it could have been.
1: They had the one moment when they opened up the door though. Yes. When they opened up the door to go. That into was the a good house, moment. That fucking thing's just standing. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes a swipe. Even that one when I was like, holy crap. He's huge. That guy was absolutely yeah. huge.
0: Now. Back in the 1951 one, they had the, the arm. Okay. They had right. the hand and the arm. In right. the prequel, in the 2011 version, uh-huh. um, there is, they chop off an arm, or an arm oh, actually whoa. comes off a guy and it's going around. Oh, and they shit. cut the arm in half and it splits off into two. And now they're oh. going around. And it's just so to me, when I saw the arm, it's like, oh, shit, there's a callback right to right. 1951.
1: Right, right. That's cool. See, yeah. I like when they give a nod.
0: There when, are, you. that's why I think anybody will, I mean, the 2011 version is reviewed very poorly, but I really enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. And I think anybody who watches it, you'll see all the nods to Carpenter and Hawks in, in that's there. That's great. Like and that. it's, it's, it's almost like a love affair to the story.
1: Well, well, you and I have talked about how Hollywood usually screws up a remake. Yeah. Um in the Carpenter remake it worked because it was not exactly the same ingredients, it was the same basic idea. Right. Um
0: It was an outline.
1: Yeah, it was they, they used the outline, but they didn't poop all over Howard Hawk's version. No. They were just like, Okay, that was a great version for what you did. We're gonna do do ours kind of like yours you're you're still in the arctic it's still mm-hmm. this alien but now we've we've added a another layer and the layer is this thing is a shapeshifter yep it can it can like get into more than one person and all of a sudden you have two aliens instead of one yeah it's two aliens instead of one they up the stakes yeah they really up the stakes and then you didn't know who was who you know, because yeah. the one guy who winds up being the alien when they're testing the blood is not the guy that I remembered. Like, even when I watched this movie years ago, yeah. I didn't remember who it was. I didn't, I didn't either. One of them, but I didn't remember which one. So when that guy, because he's talking normal the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that was a nice, a nice little surprise. For yeah. For lack of a better term.
0: Full of surprises.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So excellent. Excellent freaking movie.
1: Um. Yeah. I Oh, I still love the Howard Hawks one, though. I think the dialogue, I get it. <laughs> the dialogue was so good, especially for the time. They had a good budget. Um, a lot of character actors in that that I recognize from old movies that I've watched um, all the way up into the 70s. The guy who played the captain in that one had a long career. Um, the, the reporter in that one had a long career as a, as a character actor. Yeah. A lot of
0: character actors in the Carpenter
1: one, too. Yes, the, the doctor was on St. elsewhere. The guy mm-hmm. with the ring, ring nose, nose ring. Yes,
0: yes. I was like, where have I seen
1: him? The guy with the beard used to play on Rhoda. Yeah. He was a character actor. He showed up on a lot of stuff like Fantasy Island, uh, um, The Love Boat. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. The, the guy who Wilford won. Brimley. Wilford Brimley. I mean Keith,
2: Keith gee, David. How,
1: how um, he like yeah, David was a, a lot of stuff, and for him. Now I this this is where it's going to sound a little strange and and I'm going to sound a little woke so excuse me. It was nice that the two black guys weren't the first two guys to get killed.
0: Yes, no, that's back
1: in the '80s. If, if basically if you were a black guy, you had very little screen time. You were going to be the first one butchered by the the mad scientist. Yes, fall down a well, hit your head on a on a marshmallow and explode. Whatever the case may be chances are your character wasn't going to live. So whenever they took the two guys and stretched them through the, almost the entire movie mm-hmm. and one makes it to the very end, which is very unheard of at the time. Right. So my hat off to freaking John Carpenter for that. Well,
0: and, and Carpenter has sure. been known to do that because you, you bring up a great, um, horror movie trope. It's always yeah, and the and black guy killed.
1: Called, oh, it's such a bad trope.
0: It is a bad trope. But when we get to uh John Carpenter, um, You look at Assault on Precinct 13. The main character is a black policeman. His first day on the job. And he makes it all the way through. Um,
1: Well, he's the main guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's got to make it all the way
2: through. George Romero
0: had also put black characters in the front and would would go. But most of the other horror people were lazy and they fell on the tropes.
1: They they went straight for the trope. It's like... uh, the girl falling down with the twisted ankle. Yes. You know, the, you like you and I had talked about that in another movie. We're like, okay, when is she gonna fall? Oh, there she It never
0: she. happened. Yeah. It never happened. And, and, and this movie, it never happens.
1: And you know what? I was almost waiting for it to happen in Howard Hawks, and it never happened in Howard Hawks. No. They had two women that they could have used as the basic stereotype woman in distress, gonna fall and they down and hurt my ankle. And they good for Howard Hawks, he refused to use that as a trope.
0: Yes, they were and they were both both women, women. One was a doctor, one obviously was a secretary, but they were both strong independent women. They were not um they were not yeah. damsels in distress like they could have been.
1: No, no, no. The the woman who was the assistant or the secretary, whatever you want to call her to that scientist, mm-hmm. she had her crap together. She knew yes. she knew who she was and that was cool. The doctor and uh, the other one, somebody gets hurt and is dragged in and somebody's trying to do something. She's like, "No, no, no, don't do that." You know, I'll, I'll take care of this. And everybody just backs off. And all the men were, I don't want to say subservient, but all the men knew these women were strong. We're not going to F with them. Because when she, the one doctor woman started talking, all the guys backed up. Like, what do you need? Yep. What, what do you need me? Just boss me around. I'm, you know, I'm in military. Just tell me what I'm supposed to do and I'll do it. And by God, they, they fell right in the line for her.
0: I've got some notes on the Hawks film. Um, mm-hmm. there was a lot of smart asses in this movie.
1: <laughs> Everybody in that movie was a smart
0: ass. Was- I loved it. <laughs> uh, super, carrot. super <laughs> carrot. That was a good line. And here's, here's my biggest note. Why the fuck would you grow more?
1: I would have killed that guy. Yeah. I literally would have walked up to him Just, and the fuck. other two scientists and shot him in the head. And when I was at questioned at my court martial, I would have went, well, they needed to be summarily executed. They yep. were a danger to humanity. The world, yep. The world. You can throw me in jail, Um, but I know that I just saved the entire planet.
0: That's my entire set of notes for all three movies.
1: Right? Uh, Um. Yeah, I I say, I tell you, the Howard Hawks guy, a couple of those scientists would have been summarily executed to save everybody there with very little problem. Um, I would have killed the dog as soon as I got back from the camp in Carpenter's movie. Yes, absolutely. After you saw all of that.
0: he was hunting that dog for a reason. Well, they, the they, they picked up that mutated creature yeah, and brought yeah. it back. And I'm like, what? No, don't bring it you, back.
1: Why would you do that? Hey, Doc, you want to go see something? It's frozen. It's going to stay frozen. Come it's on. It's going to stay
0: frozen. No, Take let's you
1: to look at it, the other doctor, but not. No, 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 no. Don't bring things like that back home, folks.
0: Yeah, I like in Hawk's version the the guy standing guard. The sergeant puts an electric blanket on the block of ice. I mean,
1: it's still plugged in and on. It's like they told you to keep the heat away. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that was for him, not for that. <laughs> Supposed to put that on. Oh, yeah, that was. That was a bad... That was probably the worst trope part that I could think yeah.
0: of. In uh, the 2011 version, they bring that big block of ice in yeah. and they don't keep the room cold. They're not heating it, but of course it starts to... Starts oh yeah, to they
1: burn. figure it's a big block of ice. What's yeah. going to get out? It got out. You <laughs> the same thing's dead after 20 million years. You're just going to keep it on ice and take it back to study later yeah. on. Um, the one thing in the Howard Hawks movie, because the one guy is like, well, this thing's been in the ice and it's, you know... It needs to be studied, and the the smart scientist looks at the guy. And he's like, um, "You don't know what kind of diseases this thing carrying." Exactly. You don't know what kind of uh, the, the cold. It, it's it's common. What did he say? I want to say it's common cold could kill us all, or something like that. He says something that's just like
0: it was yeah, sensible. Jackass. <laughs> yeah
1: you yeah, know well, leave it frozen
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was about time to hear something like that it's like yeah, don't yeah. but yeah but at
1: least they had the one scientist going what are you stupid <laughs> yeah. which was nice it was nice to see
0: yeah but good movie um all three are to me i think you, they should be watched um yeah. i i i enjoy every one of them that's nice, uh, nice. Now, did
1: you watch the prequel before you watched...
0: I watched them all out of order. I watched John Carpenter's, then Howard Hawks, and then this morning I watched the prequel. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, I watched... I watched Carpenter's this morning, too.
0: Yeah. I wish I would have watched them kind of in order. But the prequel goes closer to Hawks because we're getting the first discovery yeah, of the, the spaceship. spaceship
2: yeah,
0: And and pulling up the block of ice and everything. But, right. man, all the callbacks to John Carpenter, including the same music at the end with the helicopter and the wolf. Oh, really? Yes. Um, oh, it, is, it is such a... I don't know why the movie didn't do better, other than the fact that for the prequel, they relied too heavily on cgi and Uh it shows and it just to me it just takes you out if you can build it it's going to be much more believable and much more suck you right in right
1: right i I can tell you from from for me when i heard the thing i thought remake yeah of john carpenter's movie and and i was and i instantly went why the hell would you do that i'm not going to bother wasting my time to ever watch it yeah I didn't know it was a prequel. It is a prequel. Until you told me today. And I yeah. was like, oh, oh, okay, I see.
0: It's worth but, a watch because then you get the whole story.
1: Because then I started thinking, well, if that's a prequel, then it has to take place on that Norwegian base yes. or it's not a prequel. So yep. it's nice to know that they show you what happens there, which is basically the same thing that happens in Carpenters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it's was funny. When I was reading the article from the producers, they said there's no way we can remake the thing it's a classic right. you don't do it and it's funny because they go on to say it's just like you don't do the exorcist you don't remake the exorcist <laughs> well guess what hollywood's remaking the exorcist
1: yeah, yeah i think you and i <laughs> talked about that last week or week we before. did <laughs> why in the hell are you doing this why okay. hollywood just come up there there's got to be people in hollywood that have original ideas go find there is her. my my niece is a writer go find her yeah. For Christ's sakes, I'm sure she has an original idea, for love of God. I guarantee
0: she does. Yes. <laughs> I know she does. <laughs> I know she does. Ah. Uh, it's just
1: the uncle talking in me, but I, right. know, I know for sure. Um, yeah, she she's good. She's a good kid. She's a good writer, too. But um, just to sit there and remake the same crap over and over and over again, when you have talented people looking around going, hey, I, I got this great idea. Well, we don't want to spend money on an idea that might fail. We'd rather yeah. remake uh, the thing. Hey, Casablanca's up. We're going to do Casablanca. Hey, I know. We'll do the Maltese Falcon. Hey, I know. Yeah. We'll do Gone with the Wind. Only everybody's black and everybody's Chinese and everybody's like, no, man.
0: <laughs> just- yeah, he, I can tell you just how well that will do. <laughs> yeah.
1: it it just it hurts my head
0: well speaking of remakes um, I did watch something completely different that we uh, are not reviewing Mm -hmm. but it's the um, the most current invisible man
1: didn't know there was one
0: it is excellent yeah I have no idea how close it is to the original because I've never seen the original but this movie is excellent
1: you never saw the one with um, no No. really I need to <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. yeah, I, I need I to. The Cloud rains version.
0: Yeah, I will look that one up because this was a trip. It was intense. It was, it was scary. It was, it was a thriller big time, and it was really, really. Flood
1: rains is not scary, but okay. it's, it shows somebody's mental falling. Okay, like, like going kind of crazy because of what he can do.
0: Interesting. Sounds like a very different movie. So if if that is, is accurate, here is where Hollywood said, okay, we're going to take this and we're going to just make it different. And right. I'm good with the remake making things different.
1: Right, right.
0: Just I don't agree. redo the same thing. It's awesome. like they tried with Psycho, scene for scene, with uh, Vince Vaughn and Anne Hayes. Yeah, yeah I, I have not that, like, watched it. I have no desire.
1: And it was in color. So you have it in color, you're literally following the the shot-for-shot shot deal and the exact same uh, script, is my understanding. Yeah. Just watch the original Psycho. Yeah. At that point, just watch the original Psycho. You'll probably like it more. And I like Vince Vaughn. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I really like Vince Vaughn. But it's just like, uh,
0: you just, and I'm sure he did it because it was a paycheck and he liked well, of the Of course. I'm sure they all did. But yeah. there's been a few movies... That um, I think Cabin Fever is one of them where they did a remake and they use the same script.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, as long as you're not using the same shots, you're going to end up with a different movie
2: just because your
0: cinematographer and director are going to come up with a whole different vision. Right. So but still, it's like, my God again we, we talk about this every freaking week <laughs> every <laughs> yeah, we week no remakes but we just reviewed some remakes that were pretty damn good
2: yeah
1: like i i really do like the remake and yeah. you can almost it's almost not even a remake for john carpenter it isn't
0: it's so it. different
1: um but it was close enough to the original that you know what he was doing he took, you could
0: see the source material the in it. it yeah
1: alien in a arctic base Gonna kill everybody. What do you do? That's you know the same yeah. basic plot, which actually worked, and he did it. He did it well. The carpenter always does movies very well like that. So for the most yeah. part, <laughs> camera shots he does, uh, really well. Like special effects, effect shots. Um, yeah, I got no problem with this one. I got no problem with either of the movies that I saw. Yeah, and I haven't yeah. seen the prequel, so now go I go watch
0: see. it. You'll like it. Mm-hmm put it in your queue
1: i will it was worth the rental it's a done deal done deal
0: done deal all uh, right
1: next month is going to be musical month right is that right
0: christmas
1: christmas christmas christmas
0: month that's right christmas month i we a we are having a month of christmas movies have no idea what the hell we have lined up yet but it'll be a surprise to us
1: too you talked about (laughs) do what I completely forgot what we had talked about.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Um, There are going to be some Christmas movies. (laughs) Uh,
1: Maybe good ones. I want to put a couple of chompy ones in there. We need to. Something like um, Santa Claus versus the Martians or something like that. See, uh,
0: my palate has been completely cleansed after we went from stinkers into as I uh, lovingly call Hot Guy Month November with uh, Patrick Me. Swayze and Kurt Russell uh, with some damn good movies all around. Yeah, um, yeah. Really wasn't anything atrocious. Um,
1: no, no, we did some pretty good ones.
0: They were all really yeah. enjoyable, and I enjoyed watching this many movies this month. Mm-hmm. So for Christmas, it's time for Stinkers. Um, maybe a good one in there.
1: It will have, we've got to have at least one or two good ones, but one or two bad ones. One or two that, that we looked at as kids and were like, why yeah. or have never seen like i've never seen santa claus versus the Martians.
0: i haven't either
1: um but i'm sure there's a lot of really bad ones that we could find oh we'll, i'm sure we can decide on
2: those.
0: For i'm sure, sure. and there, there's your classics it's a wonderful life and yeah stuff yeah. i you That's, know and christmas story
1: perfect christmas story definitely a christmas story but what are we going to say about a christmas story like we love that i love that movie yeah it,
0: that's that's one i think we, we we might ought to pass i'm gonna watch it anyway
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's, i have a list of movies that i watch yeah um we can watch oh we'll we'll decide a couple we'll I come up we, a few
0: so plenty to watch plenty plenty uh that's it for today's episode of Old Ass Movie Reviews. Thanks for tuning in, and make sure to catch us next week when we fire off Christmas month.
1: Christmas month, and we don't know what we're going to watch. Yet. We're
0: going to watch something. Join <laughs> us.
1: Bye, folks.